0: Welcome to the voicemail this week with me, Jono.
1: And me, Gal.
0: For those who don't know, we're two friends from the University of Liverpool who grew up uh, on a shared diet of both a loving sports and uh, decided to uh, carry an argue about that for the next few years. However, oh, once we left you know, we went to different. once we left university and can no longer watch uh, games together regularly at the pubs. Um, we took to watching them in our own respective parts of the country. Uh, I'm Danny in south-east London. And, Gareth, you are?
1: Up in the uh, delightful, Derbyshire countryside.
0: Uh, and so what it meant as a result was that we uh, couldn't watch games here every week, so we had to uh, talk about them on the phone. And once we realised we didn't always answer each other's phone calls, it led to a relationship around voicemails uh, of long, tedious ones that would... Uh, We'd leave for minutes at a time and respond to each other, usually in debating fashion, and uh, now we've decided we want to share those voicemail ramblings with you, the listener, and here we are
1: today. Uh, how was uh, your the weekend of sport, Gareth? Yeah, it was, a, it was an enjoyable weekend of sport. Um, yeah,
0: thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, it was, was a fair bit on. I was, I was actually away and I stayed with myself, but uh managed to come back and uh Catch up on a fair bit of it, and uh, so where well, we can start off uh, one of our regular topics so far on the uh, on the podcast. Um, but let's just start with a question, Gareth. After watching the uh, Rugby Autumn Internationals, uh, if Ireland are the best Northern Hemisphere side in the world right now, who's the best
1: of the rest? Good question, Andrew. Good question. Um, yeah, definitely agree that uh, Ireland are the are the best, uh, along with New Zealand, the best two in the world. But um, at a distance, but not too far a distance, but a distance between uh, first and second and third place Wales, who uh, have have had a dominant autumn internationals, really. Um, Nine games on the bounce now this we've uh, won. Um, Looking the most settled out of the the rest of the nations. and um, Yeah, I would say comfortably the best of the rest. (laughs) Comfortably. So uh, you you, uh, you played Australia a couple of weeks back and what was the, what was the score was it, was it nine six Wales? Yeah, we won. Yeah, we uh, got rid of that ten year who do or whatever it's called. A, str- uh, a struggling win.
0: Whereas uh the mighty English this week we we crushed the Welsh 37. Uh, sorry, the Welsh, the uh, Australians 37, 18, and that was with the late Australian try. Right? And uh yet you claim you'll come to the third best side going. I beg to differ, sunshine.
1: We can break down your you're lucky really against Australia, its too fair. You you, you were dominant for, for most of the game but Lacking the key me. the key moment comes is before um half before half time where no arms Owen uh, once again, uh Barge is into a player and unbelievably, not only does he does the penalty try not been given, um he doesn't get a yellow either. Uh, absolute farce. But, you know you 'cause you've you've blagged the referee there, you've blagged the referee on the the uh, earlier uh, Aussie try as well. Um, he persuaded him to go with the booing of the crowd persuaded him to look at the TMO after he'd already given the try for the Aussie try um, and
0: yeah, then no, no no, try you
1: mean it, it was a no try but he was, was only forced through by the uh, the booing of the crowd and the pant- pantomime villain of the, uh, the referee and then suddenly everyone goes really really quiet when uh, Owen does his uh, no arms tackle um, and even on the replay everyone goes really really quiet again because uh, no one dare breathe in case the referee blocked it on the big screen. Um, yeah, amazing how that was not. Uh, uh, and that would have been Australia going into the lead um, at a key moment in the match just before half time. Um, that would have been the half time whistle as, as, he, as they, you know, as they got that. I guess they as the um, penalty taker number ten kick get over the post, but it wouldn't have been. It would have just been a penalty try anyway. So
0: I mean they did have a good good five or ten minutes in the game, uh, but you're you, you choosing to you choosing to ignore the other seventy minutes which we we absolutely ran the show for. Um,
1: no, no, I didn't. I didn't ignore it. I just said you, you were dominant for most of the game, um, but the key moment was that one just before half time. Another ten minutes of Owen being in the bin and um, start of the second half. You'd already been chasing the game at that point. Uh could have been a lot lot different.
0: Yeah, I was not really sure that you're choosing to uh, pick the one moment that makes us in a bad light to uh, talk about the key moment. Whereas you're missing the, what well, thought any key moment of the second half would have been any one of our lovely tries that we ran in. As, as we ran shed all over them, really. Um, yeah, yeah uh, no. I don't think I don't think we would have expected the result. I think we were a better. We, we had a lot of chances first half, to put them away as well, and didn't take them. And then the second half we took them, but I don't. I don't think that would have meant they'd have won the
1: game, or would have made any difference to the
0: result. To be honest, It we
1: It may not have made a difference to the result in the long term, but it certainly been a lot closer and a lot. I mean, you were you were panicking anyway. You'd caught um, a foul. His uh, his his tackle had led to their uh, their first try. And um, you you were sort of on the ropes at that point. Like you say, Australia were dominant for the for a good ten minutes before half time. Uh, second half, that that was all wiped away. You were um, you were by far the better team, um, but like I say, that, that that was the key moment. If if Farrell threw a man down for the first ten minutes of the second half, then um, Australian dominance you'd assume uh, would continue. Um, most likely, they're going to score more points while you were a man down. Not definite, but most likely. Um, it could could well have been a different story.
0: Yeah. Well, of obviously it would have been like I so say. I think that we were better for for all about ten minutes, uh, this for that, and yeah, I'm not sure. I for this the attack. um, didn't didn't look that that to me during the game, and, and like I said, I only put six points on you beforehand Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, they didn't look that like good, and yet they scored two tries against you, and uh, and one that we should have been a penalty try.
0: and yeah, one try was very late on when we already had the the game well in hand, and. um Oh,
1: you let you let them score,
0: did you? Yeah, well, well it was no, uh no no great worry by them when we were yeah already cruising to win. It wasn't wasn't like the Welsh who you claimed it the third best side going, but we're hanging on for dear life and you know won by a mere three points. We could afford to give them five points and we're still beaten by by 19. I think so with my rudimentary maths. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Your three points was was incredible, incredible win.
1: Let, let, let's let's just uh, put it in context as well. The uh, Australian team this week uh, suffered a bug where. Loads of their players were uh, cried off. Um they had a you know, a, a strong side against us and uh we had generously half penny missing a few kicks as well just to keep them in the game. So um Yeah, yeah I, the turning game wasn't our best game, but for for us that was a like I can say that was ten years of uh, of not beating them and, and we just needed to get the win, um which we got. We um, were much more impressive against South Africa on the weekend. Uh, South Africa, probably from just before half time to about 20 minutes into the second half, um, they were they were laying siege to our line. Uh, and although they did get through on on one occasion, by by and large it was a it was a good defensive performance. And then Mr Bigger came onto the field and um, although kicked a lot of the ball. <laughs> yeah, he does what Mr. <laughs> <own> plastic <laughs> plastic <down>
0: bigger does.
1: Classic Dan Bigger. Dan Offen on the Bigger. Yeah, I mean, you he got uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> a couple of up-and-unders. He got a couple of up-and-unders, but um, yeah, slotted, a, slotted penalty uh, after penalty when he came on and just, just calmed the nerves and he's a man for the big games. And I do like Hans Scum, but I think Bigger's, Bigger just keeps showing it time and time again that he's... Oh, this, Although he can be frustrating at times, he's still the uh, the man for the big games. Um, and yeah, we won by uh, nine points. We want to go by margins. Uh, our dominant display against South Africa, as opposed to your um, lucky win when uh, again referees decide not to penalise no arms Owen. Um Yeah, very, mm. very steps
0: nine points really dominant uh, it's a decent win I do not deny that and then your defence does, uh, does definitely stand you in good stead uh, it's been a very solid unit for a while coached by an Englishman of course um,
1: yeah an Englishman you rejected he gave yeah. him the England D or England C or England D whatever it was job um, and we said whoa, whoa 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 this man this man deserves more than that
0: yeah he's, he seems to leave you though isn't he in the uh, after the next World Cup is he not
1: you don't have a clear out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, have uh, well, I think most of Scarlett's coming into to our uh coaching setup which would be interested. Um but to look at the Englishman that left here. In fact, Owen could probably um, you know like when dad's take the lads onto the field and teach them how to play football or teach them how to tackle in rugby. Uh, I think Owen missed that lesson with his dad, didn't he? Andy Farrell, the um, Irish defence coach. Uh Yes, left you boys, and um, you think you give the call to his son and say, come on, come on Owen, let's go back on that party again.
0: Yeah, and he's uh, about to be their uh, head coach, isn't he, as, as announced today. Um, uh, take him over from Smith after the Rugby World Cup. You, you're not letting the uh, listen, know, Gareth, that after the uh, previous World Cup, you said it was all Andy Farrell's fault, and now uh, he should definitely get rid of him. <laughs> um, I, I
1: didn't say uh, definitely, I was it was all his fault, but I, I did put a, a blame on his door as well. And
0: I said to you, no, no, I think he's a good coach, but we we'll probably need to get rid of the regime. And it turns out he's a very good coach, and he's, he's probably he might take over World Champions for all we know. Another dominant win for the Irish, I didn't see it, it's out of the way. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they were never likely to be troubled by the uh, the Americans, were they? No. But um, even a fairly second choice team for them still, still put aside to the sword, which uh, probably shows their strength and depth. Um, and uh, the Scots also, good win for them, uh, beating the Argies.
1: Uh, yeah, it wasn't the best game, that. I saw some of that. Um, yeah, a bit of a lot of performance winning from Scotland, They they did eventually get a try. Um Argies were doing a lot of, lot of the running, really, but um, got, the Scotland's defence was quite good. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best game. Um, and then yeah,
0: probably the other side that I would have... Just... Well, perhaps the bait of being in this uh, next best of the rest conversation. Um, The French, I thought, in the Six Nations, looked very good and were starting to build quite a solid, grizzled French team that had another one with a very solid defence and a quite hard pack. They go and play Fiji, a team who usually can't get many of their players together due to various contracts, missteps, negotiations, can't find training.
1: Most of Fiji's uh, players end up uh, playing for England, don't they?
0: We've got got a couple. uh, We'll we'll come to our our Maori select.
1: Um, But, yeah, all they they play in
0: France and, um, yeah, can't usually get out there the best team and yet, they beat France in France. Um, Wow. (laughs) A very French moment um, getting, yeah, just losing the game they perhaps shouldn't when things seem to be going well for them. But, um, Mm. yeah, that's pretty horrendous (laughs) looking at Fiji at home. As I say, Fiji, undoubted, Producers of talent across the world. We all benefit from across the world world rugby, but uh, yeah, they they can't usually. They don't usually get players together for any sort of extended camps. Uh, they've got no money to <laughs> largely due to it. various different factions putting it away. Um, and yeah, the the French outfit that it is is far more professional. Uh, should be should be putting them away at home. If not fairly handily, comfortably enough.
1: Yeah,
0: the fans had a couple of players missing, didn't they? But um, yeah, still, still, still pretty strong strides like out yeah. there. You know, you got your Pickamoles, your Jimani, your Bouje, Fickle, yeah, Teddy Tomar, Bastero. That there's plenty of good, strong players on that side. Yeah, Guido played as well. So yeah, that, that, yeah Guido, yeah,
1: good players um, playing. Yeah,
0: it should be, should be them there. Really, that's um impressive So I think what we've concluded is that England are the best, the best of the rest and perhaps, perhaps <laughs> Wales close behind. Is that I saying? think e-
1: England could well be the best of the rest if they had um, the TMO and the, the referees that they've had this autumn. Um, yeah, they, 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 they would be comfortably the best of the rest because they could infringe as much as they like and, uh, and nobody would care. Um, but unfortunately, it's not going to be like that. Well, I hope it's not going to be like that anyway. No, uh, no, but I just big, hope big game for you next you played Ireland in the first uh, game of the Six Nations, Um it so yeah, it's, it's probably going to be probably going to be all over before you even start, isn't
0: it? Oh, I look forward to that game. Um, like a hole in the head, though. You know, we, we, we haven't really mentioned the amount of talent that England are missing this uh, this Autumn nationals Have still managed to put together a very impressive campaign. There should have been four wins um, from four, but for, <laughs> uh, but, but for other TMOs. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the amount, the amount of talent, what was it, 16 players we have missing this also? Uh, well, when they all come rumbling back, can we, yeah, can play out some more Islanders and our thing? Um, <laughs> come, we're, come. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Manu coming back was also a big boon, and, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> especially, especially, manu
1: makes been Manu's the most famous thing that Manu's done in England is jump off a jetty.
0: No, you, 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 get intervention when he, when he wants to ask the Kiwis. But yeah, 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 he, he, he's, he's, he's athletic. He can do different things. Turn his hand to, uh, different, different pastures. Um <laughs> he, he can jump. He can run through centres. uh Destroy the Kiwis at, uh, Twickenham a few years back. And um, yeah, I think, uh, as I say, go for the all-out power game plan. Put Mano and Tio together. Get the run of back in. Cocking the fingers and looking good handy too. You ever get as many islanders in and can. You know, go to the New Zealand game plan. Work for them pretty well for, uh, the last few years, but yeah, if you if you can't beat him, join him.
1: Yeah, and then I assume Mike Brown comes back in and everything's everything's sorted.
0: Yeah, I love Elliot Bay, but um, he doesn't really like catching the ball, which which isn't a great quality for a fallback. Um, I like sending in somewhere, but um, yeah, we we, we get some options in the back line, just not quite sorted of the combinations there yet. Um, but we shall see, it's on uh, quite quite a break now back to well, we'll be back to champions cup soon enough, but but no uh, internationals until six nations time now. So uh we'll be sad seeing the ultimate nationals go. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's
1: been good series, but I'm just, I'm just I that, that talking a parking hard big chat for a while
0: then. <laughs> yeah, it could be uh yeah, dance largely uh, getting back to talking about Leicester, which I'd rather not do for a while, beating again at the weekend Um so we could uh segue that nicely into football and uh Big game of the weekend was at Wembley, home of football, and Spurs, yeah. who they seem to have a reputation this year for not having had a great season, um, but when you look at their results, they haven't actually been too bad. Mm. They've Chelsea quite the kicking?
1: They did. wonder? Uh, sorry, Tom. say they actually battered uh, Chelsea, and they could have had four or five um, just in the first half. Chelsea probably should have had a penalty, but uh, yeah, they are, they. Quite impressed with Spurs. I was watching against uh, against Liverpool early in the season, um, where they just Liverpool just ran riot against them, really. Um, but again, didn't, didn't put away the chances. Um, and Spurs, I was expecting Chelsea to to beat them, probably not, maybe not convince them, but certainly beat them. Um, and yeah Spurs stepped up and still looked very good. <laughs> I don't know what, Yeah, everything just seemed to click, and um, across the path they just they just looked solid at the back and flew midfield and um yeah Kane. although Kane could have had a couple more. Um yeah perhaps not showing sure. <laughs> not the natural goal scorer over the last few weeks but um but yeah still. Uh the night for forget Chelsea. Did you say Harry Kane is not a natural goal scorer? Well I said only over the last couple of weeks. Just, uh, okay. <laughs> the way the way been putting them over the bar with inside of the yard box for uh, both England and Spurs uh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm very much to think that I Um, you
0: I've missed some cities recently. Yeah, no, no you're, you're right. I thought you were saying generally, which I was going to say I'm not, not entirely convinced about, but two <laughs> questions from this uh, game then, Gareth. Um, In the same vein, will will Spurs make the Champions League, and, uh, and for that matter, will Chelsea? Because I'll start with Chelsea first. I'm starting to think they're they're perhaps a bit flat-track bullish, I'm look at their results and, and the like. They turned Arsenal over early in the season that could have been that they could have very easily lost their game. Arsenal missed ooh, probably about five uh, golden opportunities, but you know they have Huddersfield, Newcastle, Oldham, Cardiff, drew West Ham, drew with you at home, beat yeah. Southampton, drew United at home, beat Burnley, beat Palace, drew with Everton, and then lost the Spurs. I just I'm not I'm wondering if this new salary revolution is. He's not as uh, great as it sounds, just because they've mainly been beaten up on, on average teams.
1: Yeah, but I mean that's that's what Wenger did for for years, wasn't it? He just beat all the all the sides that he should beat, and doesn't matter if you then lose a couple to the uh, the, the top sides, you, you build on your results um, against all the all the dross of the uh, Premier League, if you like, you know, your Everton's and things like that.
0: Um yeah, you, you criticize Wenger for doing that.
1: Well, yeah, I know. but maybe, maybe. But I'm just saying, if you say about being a, a flat-tap bully, and um, it worked for Wenger for a while, and you know we got top four, and if that's what Celtic are aiming for, um, to then build on on winning like a championship. That's my criticism of Wenger. He, he um certainly last ten years or whatever, he just settled for for finishing top four. Um, whereas Sari's come in and Celtic aren't in the, in Champions League football, so his, his probably first aim is just get top four. So if it means just beating all the uh rubbish of the league um and then you know, just grinding out results against the uh the top teams and that should do it for them. I, I think um I, I think Chelsea and Spurs are both <laughs> both end up um top four. Um
0: only a point ahead of Arsenal now, Chelsea. Um Spurs are uh, another two up on them so you're three ahead of Arsenal.
1: Yeah and it's the yeah. London derby, isn't it this weekend. Um yeah I th- Spurs have got to do it anyway because they've got all those signs that say about welcome to the home of Champions League football or whatever it says. Works out um, well from that, hasn't it? it? worked out well from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, obviously, uh, City and Liverpool will be vying uh, for to top spot um, in what will be an epic battle to go down to the last game, no doubt. Um, and then, yeah, I think Chelsea and Spurs possibly Arsenal will get close. Um, I don't think United are going to be anywhere near... Um, they're yeah, not so improving, it's are they, be, United? It's what I say. They're not improving, are they, United? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're rubbish. Um, which is a, a shame. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to, see if Arsenal do manage to mix it up with uh, with Chelsea and Spurs. But for me, I think I think Chelsea and Spurs will will just be fighting for third and four. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. I've only been. Um, so I don't, I don't think I'm not ruling Chelsea out of finishing uh, in the top three. Um, oh, Spurs that matter really? I suppose you know they've all, like you say, people say that Spurs have had a bad start to the season. Yet they're, yeah, five points off City, are they? Three points off us.
0: Yeah, uh, they're not not really struggling at all. To be fair, they're they're actually doing pretty yeah. well. Just it's more the probably the off-field drama that we're uh, associating with. Mm. Um, with them not doing well when the on the, on the field they've won ten lost three that they're, they're not struggling.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean not a great result against you perhaps they might have wanted to do better but, but you're you no mugs. Um, yeah, I mean Champions League I suppose has, has been disappointing and will probably come to an end this week for them um, or, or next week. Uh, the but, but then that,
1: they, they haven't got a big squad have they? so that might help them. If they're out of the Champions League you know, it's not ideal but it's <laughs> a bit blessing in disguise and. Um, yeah, give them opportunity to concentrate on the uh, on the league crap. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Well, go on, then. What, what would you predict? Then, who's your top four?
0: I'm. Uh, yeah, I would go that. I'll be slightly bolder and will and put my uh, North London glasses on and uh, say, say I think Arsenal could sneak past Chelsea. I say I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced Chelsea are as good as people are making out that. Yeah, I think I think a bit flat track bullyish. Uh I think it'll be close, but get going I I reckon Arsenal might sneak in there ahead of Chelsea. Um I think Spurs will probably kick on. January could be interesting for all three teams, just with well, Spurs haven't spent anything in a while, have they? So it won't be interesting to see if they want to do anything. Um
1: mm.
0: Arsenal could could do a in a new defence really, but I doubt they really get all that done in January. Um Chelsea I mean yeah Spurs Loaded up on, from what I heard, I didn't see the game. Uh, loaded up on Jorginho, didn't they? And tried to cut off all his passing lanes. And any Billy, he has to dictate the game. And we'll see if uh, other sides copy that. And uh, Chelsea yeah. might struggle as a result. Yeah. Um, but Jorginho...
1: Yeah. Jorginho was, well, he, he was poor, but he was playing at full-back, did not he, for, uh, for parts of the game. Um, yeah, I think Salah had the running of him, really. Um, yeah, I I, I I don't see Arsenal getting top four this season. I think it'll be close, but um, I think Chelsea and Spurs are a bit just, just too good. Um, I think it'll be a combination of Liverpool, City, one, two, um, and then Spurs and Chelsea, three, four, uh, and then I don't know. Everton aren't too far away from um, well, Arsenal. Probably end up fifth, and then it's Everton and Bournemouth and United. Um, at the moment, but I suppose we're, we're only what well, we've 13 games in, so perhaps it's too early to, to argue too much. And it's really interesting down the bottom as well. There's a, I think it's three points separating, not well, even two points actually. I think two points separating the bottom six. Is it?
0: Yeah, eight to ten. And uh, what some live updates for you, Gareth while we're talking? Newcastle are going to turn up away at Burnley. Yeah. Which would um, would drag them out of that little hole and then up into uh, 13th. Uh, just ahead of West Ham, dropping them down a place. But yeah, that would yeah. It's uh, if they carry, yeah, if they carry on that, it'd still be a couple of points separating the uh, five teams. Mm-hmm. So five, six teams even. So yeah, um, it's looking pretty interesting there. Now while we're on the football, Gareth, and we've got the weekend coming up, it's a uh, it's a proper Super Sunday. Not uh, Arsenal, Bournemouth, and then Wolves, Huddersfield, which does not constitute a Super Sunday sky. But we've got no. derby derby weekend this weekend, haven't we? Um, yeah. Chelsea Chelsea Fulham, then the North London derby, then the Liverpool derby. So, Gareth, put it you: which game will be the best, the most entertaining of those uh, those three games?
1: Well, I'm going to the uh, the main derby, uh, Liverpool Everton. So, I'm hoping that one's going to be the most entertaining. Um, yeah, and and I, to be honest, I probably think it probably will be the most entertaining. I think Everton are on good form. Uh, Liverpool, they are on good form. Um, without being on good form, <laughs> they're not playing particularly well in games. Um, but certainly results-wise, they're flying. Um, so yeah, it, Everton haven't won in won at Anfield since I don't know, was it Kevin Campbell scoring for, or Fanny Jeffers. Um
0: it was on time, it, wasn't it?
1: The the box, around. the dinosaurs still around when I last one. So yeah, so, the, uh, so I, well, I never think we're gonna to lose to Everton, but um famous last week. Now we're back to recording our, our words. Um, but yeah, I, I fancy I fancy Liverpool to win in a tight game, probably um, probably a two-one. Probably a um, but then Arsenal, yeah, I suppose that's similar really to the Liverpool Everton. Both both teams are doing. Doing well at the moment. Um, is that is that Arsenal, isn't
0: it? It is, yes. And that that would it would be my pick for the uh, the best game of the game, uh, best of the three games, pardon me. Um, yeah, I think it's it's very interesting. Um, Arsenal after a very good spell, 4 mast tailed off a bit, and I'm probably got another lucky win on Sunday. Um... Yep, go on. Yeah, if if there's one game that Arsenal definitely get for a year it is Spurs. Uh Spurs at home for sure. Uh the crowd will be be un like. Uh and yeah, be banned for it and I think they can cause uh, Spurs some, some problems going forward for sure. Um but yeah at the back you you'd worry Well, yeah, will everyone seems to nick a goal against Arsenal at the minute. So whoever they can show any any fight there can knock um Too many goals. Uh and yeah, but I, I feel Arsenal could, could nick a result. Uh, and yeah, I think that would probably be the game of the day. I think you'll probably handle Everton reasonably comfortably, uh, as will as well Chelsea with, uh, with Fulham. Hello. You never know. Claudio could could get him carrying on being resurgent after a good win at the weekend. But mm. yeah, a proper proper super Sunday. Um Can we go
1: for what you think? If I think Chelsea... I don't know go if for... it's... Spurs. I think Spurs will win. I don't think Spurs will lose. Well, I'll go. will win. I'll go Chelsea, Spurs, and, and Liverpool. Who are you going for?
0: I'll probably have Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool. Um, yeah. yeah, not not backing the away sides much, I'll be there.
1: one uh, well, we'll lose it. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You, you, you can stay bold. Um, <laughs> uh, just just before we move off football, Gareth, um just just wondering, you know. I don't know how your week's looking, but I we'll was just uh, just trying to ponder if I've got any free time. I'm waiting on the big announcement tomorrow. Do we fancy going for the uh, La Boca River? I think a replay, 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 replay?
1: Yeah, uh, it's quite. Uh, I was looking forward to watching it on uh, on Saturday. Um, sat down ready to watch it, and BT, I thought it started about seven ish, and I mean, it wasn't really coming on, so put, put the recordings on on BT, and then realised that. Uh they've been pushed back a bit but the following Rory Smith for the Times you know, well used to be the Times now the New York Times. Uh on Twitter. Still the Times and though. um pardon? Still the Times, though. Still the Times, yeah, just just the uh, the Yankee one. Um and yeah, it it was it just seemed horrendous as the Bocker Bocker playing away at uh at River and as soon as the bus was coming into the to the ground about an hour and a half before kick off. Um yeah loads of stuff was thrown at the bus and windows were smashed and uh, reports that one player got uh, glass in his eye. Uh, but the authorities kept delaying the game so they, they, just put, the stadium was packed from about an hour before the game um, with River fans obviously no boxer fans um, and the authorities just kept delaying and delaying and it uh, wasn't really clear about what was happening and there was there was um, fights outside the ground with police and um, yeah just descended into chaos and they did eventually cancel uh yeah, postponed the game, the uh the fans that were coming out of the stadium apparently had a lot of them were getting their um tickets nicked um, and getting mugged on the spot. Um so yeah, just just anarchy. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm not not quite sure how after a bus is attacked. The uh authorities are still saying the game needs to be replaying. Apparently it wasn't, it wasn't just uh, the, the local authorities or you can maybe just think they get the game you can understand, anything think, if they can get the game going. Uh, maybe the trouble will, will die down, or at least there'll be a focus. Um, but apparently, people are getting involved and saying the game needs to be played. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, the bus has been attacked with uh, windows put through and tear gas and, and players are being hospitalized, you probably can't cancel it, guys. Um, and then... Pull then <laughs> the <draw>. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, River winning away goals then, wouldn't they? Which wouldn't be ideal for Boca. Um But, yeah, the... Uh, then to try and move it to the day after when Boca is still struggling and I think they're to meeting tomorrow now. Um Yeah, it's just a, a yeah, a comedy of errors. I mean this is probably probably River Fans getting to revenge. I think it was three years back when they played in the quarters of the Liverst and Bocker fans attacked their bus or no, sorry, attacked their players in a tunnel. Mm. Um and, and they actually got Bocker thrown out. Um I don't think River are gonna quite get the same punishment this time, although that that could lead to mass riots across Buenos Aires, as they did, and uh, I think they probably still want the games to be settled, fair and square, but yeah, God knows when it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll keep you a day, Gareth, we can always look at flights to Buenos Aires and maybe uh, see if we can buy a tank to go to the gaming. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I came back looking forward to uh, watching it uh, oh. off the safety of myself, and uh, put the recording on, and I've got a, an old 90s programme, seeing what's happening here, and then a little look on, uh, online, hoping to try and, try and look at the news without seeing the result. I don't know, don't know what I was hoping for there, and, and just saw the game being cancelled. Um, and the, uh, the first leg was cancelled as well, wasn't it? So, I'm uh, loads of luck with this game. That was the uh, weather for That was wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, but it's, um, it's proving to be quite, quite the elongated uh, copy of the mm.
1: Um,
0: But yeah, uh, when it will eventually get replayed, we, we don't know. But uh, we'll certainly be tuning in. I imagine it'll be quite the affair when it does come. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> um, of uh, well, big big things to come. Um, we haven't talked about much on the podcast so far, but uh, both big big boxing fans, Gareth, and uh, the, probably perhaps the fight of the year, uh, one could argue, uh, coming this weekend in the uh, shape of, of two very very large men, two heavyweights of different styles. Tyson Fury uh, heads to Las Vegas to take on Deontay, the Bronze Bomber, Wilder. Um, yeah he's um, Fury he was, a, was, a, was a, would still call himself a lineal champion he's never beaten um, and uh, Wilder holding one of the three belts WBC one um, what do we make of uh, the fight this weekend Dave? which way do you think it will go
1: well I'd, I really hope it's Fury um, I do like Fury I like um, the way you've he calls people out and kind of all the all the stuff around him I think it's uh, he's quite entertaining. Um I, mean, I I think it's um you are saying whether you are not sure it's fight of the year, I think it's hundred <laughs> percent fight of the year. Um two blokes who put their money aside and uh not not bothered about the big purse. Uh, they just want to fight each other and just win titles and it's just uh, quite refreshing to see in, in this day and age, isn't it I know you're a heronite yourself but um but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it must be nice to see, even from, from your um, your AJ camp, it'd be nice to see uh, two blokes, just, just
0: one of the five. I mean, you, you talked about, what, five of the titles, Gareth? I has owned
1: three of those titles, so I don't think
0: you're doing too bad in that regard. And, you know, despite you uh, putting your uh, hands in your ears and ignoring it, you uh, did make considerable efforts to fight Deontay, who didn't want to know. Kept not returning calls and uh, foreign contracts. And um, so, Deontay, well, I think the... I think uh, Eddie probably did make a bluff there and try and, uh, say, go and get a bigger fight. And he he didn't get a bigger yeah, was, fight, but, but he, it's not a bigger fight. Um, let's, let's be honest, there's a Fury Fury's not in Joshua's league as a draw.
1: But, oh, sorry, um, I think man compared to, to Joshua's Parker fight or Joshua's.
0: Um, who who the only four? The was his last one. Vacant that was it. So yeah. Which was in the End, but no, no, he, um, he, they they did call <laughs> they called the bluff quite well in the Wilder camp, and um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think. There's some calculated um, thinking on their part after watching Fury's last couple of fights, but he's he's come back off a long laugh and he's he's not really fought anyone of mm. well probably ever a Wilder. well not not ever a wilder's class go aside, but um, he hasn't he hasn't fought anyone. Um, yeah, well, probably who he can you quite like wilder in terms of the uh, arms swinging from every different angle, wild angles and and power that yeah could could knock over trees.
1: Um say for Wilder who's a Wilder fight like uh, like Fury with his big man with quick feet and um he certainly uh oh, he is a question but if he if he wins, if if Fury does beat Wilder in Vegas, um is it a better win than his Klitschko fight? That's a good question.
0: Uh, I don't think so I think Klitschko, you know, ran ran the show for that long in in it was only after Fury beat him, and I'm, I'm not a big as Fury fan as you, but um, I can't deny that. That night was one of the great British performances, really. Um, it was only after that that people said that, that Klitschko wasn't what he was, and then he gave Josh all we could handle and, and more, really, um, and certainly didn't look terrible that night. So I think it wasn't um, it was wasn't the most entertaining fight, and that's what Fury's about. Um,
1: mm.
0: You know, he was taking on a... Well, yeah, well a legend really. We've been champion and reigned for a long while and then yeah, um, beat him in Germany. And, all right, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it's still not an easy place to go and get a decision and he did. It's mm. um, so was not
1: quite, but it's um yeah, I mean the it's, America's it's, not known for its uh its kind decisions either though, in, in, in recent years. It's not, it's not, but um yeah, I mean Wilder in Wilder's
0: week he comes to it comes to finish, doesn't he? Thirty nine knockouts in forty fights, he um it doesn't usually leave people around and uh, if, I, if I bet him, which, which I probably will be in the next, next few days, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll bet on that, that outcome again. I think Fury probably is a bit undercooked and does need a bit longer back. And I think he'll he'll probably be further, wild, be further wilder for the first uh, few rounds. And, and Wilder will struggle to get off against him because he is, he's very large and very awkward, isn't he? Fury uses that quite well and, and, and moves unusually. And I think that Wilder takes some good, getting used to the Wilder you know, showing you for quite a few of his fights, his power, his power carries through all so that he knocked out late. Um, Stavon, the, the first time he knocked out late, like he, he'll eventually keep coming, and, and once he hits you, it's yeah, it can be night night really. Um, and he, and he swarms and, and we'll go for the finish. So I think he'll probably get a fury out of there uh, somewhere between sort of eight and ten, I'd have thought.
1: So, as I say, what, what makes it uh, what would be a bad result for? This? There, um, is there a bad result <laughs> for either, really? we well, I suppose for, for Wilder, if Fury, if Fury beats him, well, they'll they'll probably make that as a um, as a rematch and probably close in the contract isn't it? rather than oh, they'll I'm sure they'll the just keep AJ waiting. Um, uh, yeah, I
0: mean it's uh, I think if Wilder wins, he'll 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 find AJ. Whether they'll get it done for next April or not, that's a different matter.
1: But what, um, if, what if he, what if Wilder wins to like by a late knockout? Um, I, unless Wilder wins within the first round or the first couple of rounds, do you not think they'll have a rematch anyway? And Fury will say, right, okay, i fought over here, you come fight over for me now. And I'll just, I, do you not think they'll just keep AJ waiting, whatever happens?
0: Uh, potentially, but I mean. It would have to be, a, I think, quite an entertaining fight for that. <laughs> and I'm not sure uh, that's what Fury brings, particularly. And I think mm. if I'm wild if, if I can get past him, I don't think he'll find it easy. Then he'll probably be like, that's quite hard work. Um, obviously, Joshua is going in against another fellow heavy-hander. Not anyone's he light-handed at heavyweights, but you know, they're both proper knockout eyes. And, um, whereas Fury it's just awkward and having to run, yeah, sort of, Chase around after him, trying to get past those long arms. I think he'll probably think it's it's not worth it. He can make more money fighting Joshua. He could probably do a, could again get a two fight deal with Joshua, win or win or lose. Whereas I don't think Fury would have it if he if he loses. Mm. So if it was major entertaining. I mean, obviously they they're both very entertaining outside the ring and, and both probably better than uh, than Joshua for that. Um, but yeah, I think you know he, I think Fury would have potentially have to be cons- uh, considered to be robbed. Uh, or it would be you know a split, split decision, majority decision, or something like that for him to for the calls to be definitely enough for, for Wilder's camp to take him seriously. Uh, so I know what you're saying, and you could well be right. And you know they've, they've done their own thing here. Joshua can you know go fight Dylan White, or whoever, and um, and he'll still make a packet himself and and kick it down the road. But yeah, I think I think Wilder will probably probably stop him late, and then. Um, yeah, we'll see if, if we can actually get Wilder, Joshua, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, forward to
1: it. look forward to it. Quite a weekend of sport, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and I'm not looking particularly forward to the, uh, the 5
0: o'clock or 4, 4, 5 a.m. start. It's my to Get a couple of hours to give him beforehand. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, it's the, the joy of a Vegas fight, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so uh on the week, so well, here we come. We've got some Champions League in the meantime, so it's not going to really a bad sign, isn't it? But we're in this uh, post-Organ Nationals time. Yeah. Uh, hopefully your boys can uh, get turned over by PSG this week, so that'd be uh, lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, well,
1: that's, 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 I think we'll get at least a draw. Uh, really, if we do get turned over by PSG, it just means we've got a bit Napoli in the last game, so... Um. Yeah, yeah, so I hope you lose
0: life. I'm sure you do. Uh, who are some playing in the uh, league, in the Europa League? That is a good question. Have they got a bit more back to? <laughs> I don't know. I can I uh, find this out for you, Gareth? Uh, things in hand, but yeah, so, uh, they'll they'll qualify and roll on, and probably probably play you in the final. As the, you go out to the uh, uh, yeah just coming third in your group. Uh, Volska Poltava. Uh, away it was the big one
1: yeah oh you, you enjoyed playing where, where, where are they from?
0: Yeah, well, I'm not sure if I'm honest uh,
1: <laughs> the fact you didn't love... know who they were or where they're from
0: probably tells you all you need to know about Arsenal uh... oh, Ukra- Ukrainian they played uh, recently lost to Shakhtar the Dnes there you go uh-huh. on point there uh, with my research there um, <laughs> yeah nice nice trip uh, first night trip to Ukraine
1: well uh, that affects the derby on on, on, uh, on Sunday
0: yeah, not, not ideal. Um but but spurs we got a higher intensity match the day before, so uh but hold on and hope for the best. Um yeah, we on now uh, Champions League Super Sunday. Uh the mighty five, five thirty Southampton United game. <laughs> uh and we'll uh yeah, catch you next week to discuss it all Gary.
1: Yeah. Alright, leave it to it. See you in a bit. See you in a bit.